Hello and welcome to Speak Female, the podcast that is on a mission to empower, coach and educate women and allies around the world to become more confident, knowledgeable and to have the opportunity to listen to real subjects they can either relate to or learn something from. This season is all about female empowerment and leadership. So at the end of each interview, I will be reading out a quote that has been selected by my guest. I'm your host, Lucy Grimwade, professional development coach, senior IT manager, and of course, podcaster. You'll now find that in between the episodes, you'll have access to five minute coaching hosted by me. If you'd like to find out more about Speak Female and coaching, you can connect with me across all social media platforms or email me coaching at lucygrimwades.com. Enjoy the episode. Today I'm speaking with a very good friend of mine, Winnie Cadet. We haven't necessarily planned anything to talk today, so we're slightly freestyling and we're going to see where the conversation goes. Winnie, welcome to Speak Female. Thank you so much, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honoured. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that you're on here. Winnie and I met um, back in 2007? Might have, uh, yeah, yes, 2007, first year yeah, of uni. First yeah. year of uni, she walked through the door, she was pumping out some music, we saw each other and we instantly we instantly knew we were soul and the sisters. Rest, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history, honestly. And Winnie and I have been friends really ever since. And it's been so wonderful to keep in touch with Winnie through her career journey. And she's obviously followed mine as well. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, and it's really, I think it's really gratifying when you, when you get, you know, a friendship that, I mean, considering everybody that you met, in that year and how many people you've we've actually like managed to keep in touch but not just in touch for birthdays and christmas and you know easter mess happy easter messages it's like we know what's going on in each other's lives and it's you know even though we are in different parts of the world it's you know it's really truly what a friendship the definition of a friendship so that's yeah it's really cool yeah and it's always when i speak to you it's like we have never been apart exactly i feel the exact same way and I can just I know I can message you anytime or speak to you anytime and you've gone on so many different journeys with me and and if we look back through our Facebook pictures which hopefully one day nobody maybe needs to look at those. nobody needs to look at those actually <laughs> but I think I think it was last year I was looking back at something and I just saw like loads of pictures of when you know we used to bake cookies together and the nights out and then like I remember one time you were studying and you couldn't come up to something and then I came back and I was probably a bit messy and <laughs> you looked after me honestly it's it's so lovely to kind of share and journey that early on to sharing our kind of adult life now, even yeah. though we both feel that we're both 21 still, and that is not true. Forever 21. Forever 21. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you today about something that is a subject that most women find quite difficult, and that's talking about money. And mm-hmm. I think money is something that, I think you and I have always talked about it. I don't think there's ever been something where we've shied away from it. If we couldn't afford something, we'd say. If we could afford something, we'd say. Even talking about jobs that we do. I, You know how much salary I'm on. I'm pretty sure I know how much money you're on. Not that we're going to disclose it on here. But I wonder if you've noticed anything with your female friendships um, in Angola, whether it's any different 
to the com- the relationships you had in Britain? Yeah, well, I don't think it's necessarily um, anything to do with um, Angola or Britain. I think it's it's just who you are and uh, like how where you've come from and how you've been brought up to have a relationship with money. I think you and I have both had the privilege of having parents that have always been very open towards uh, conversations that have to do with money. So, and we, we carry that with us where, wherever we went, including uh, in our uni days, right? And um, other people, what I noticed with other friendships is that if um, people have come from maybe a more fortunate background, they are more likely to expose more or if people have maybe gone through different paths in life where their parents have maybe not have so much money and then had and then not or in reverse and that turns up to be something that in their mind seems to be something complicated and therefore they're not so open about talking about money and most of the time um, they prefer maybe to show the world something that really isn't, you know, for example, um, when we were at uni, I was on a scholarship and I was an international student on, a, on an Angolan scholarship up for to study abroad. And like most um, people in the UK, you guys um, have loans, right? So there is a lot talk, a lot of talk about money because you guys get your loans. You, I think it's every three months or something that you used to get your, yeah, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, so, and <laughs> you used to flash out in the first month and then the next two months we were on tuna and pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Winnie, for feeding me <laughs> to university. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I think a lot of women that have had their parents, like I said, not being so open in the conversation about money, that that comes through now in their adult lives and they want to maybe portray a, um, a reality that doesn't really belong to them, you know, with the expensive purses, the expensive shoes, and then, you know, you come to find out that most of that is fake. And I don't know, there is a very complicated relationship with um, a few women and, and money. And then society in more reserved society, Angola is a more reserved society where they think a woman is, they have boxes for everything. And then a, a woman has to fit into that box where they don't necessarily need to work. A lot of people still think like that. They don't necessarily need to work. They can just become housewives and depend on their husbands or their father or whatever. So that's also, that's also, I think, a weird, a weird conversation to have with someone who thinks like that, especially if they're the, the woman themselves and they think like that. For me, those are um, very frustrating, frustrating conversations to have because I've been financially independent since um, I became a scholarship student because I applied for that. I, um, I went through all, the, all that process to get that. And from that point on, basically my parents didn't need to pay for anything for me because it, it covered everything I needed in life. My education, my health, um, accommodation, even my, you know, my pocket money. So, and what I did with that was entirely up to me. And like you said, we have always spoken about it and we know how much, what kind of salary range I'm in and you know what kind of lifestyle I can afford for myself. Um, and I have no problem in saying that it's 
quite, it's really good for my age, for my, for where I live. It's, you know, above what most people in my age get, do, you know, and, and have. And I just completely agree with you. I think, again, similar to you, I think I earn a really good salary for my age and the work that I do. And I've worked bloody hard for it. It hasn't just come, come to me. And I think my um, relationship with money has always been, yes, I spend a lot of money. You know, people that know me well know that I love buying stuff. I save money up or if I have the money there, I'm going to go and buy myself nice things because that's kind of part of part of me, really. But you're right in, in the sense around parents. My mum brought me up to be go and earn your money, go and earn your keep. Don't rely on a man for a month for money go and, you know, have a career, earn the money. And I have done that. And that's exactly what I've, what I've pushed myself forwards to go and do. And then you were yeah. saying about, um, you were saying there about women kind of still, some women are still in those boxes. And I think there's still a bit of a generational thing, even in the UK around some people who see themselves and, you know, say things like, oh, I'm just going to go and marry a rich guy. And yeah. I just think even at my age, our age, I say my age, we're the same age, but, you know, still at that age. And I'm, I'm slightly sometimes uncomfortable with that because that's not my belief. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's wrong because everyone is different. Everyone does a different journey. But the worst thing that could ever happen to me is if suddenly I didn't have my own stream of income coming in and I had to rely on my boyfriend to pay for me for things. Yeah. Could you I... imagine me asking asking Matt, Matt, can I just um, borrow some money because I want to buy a small handbag? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. That, that is that. not going to happen <laughs> at all. No way, no way. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it all comes down to that. I think it's how you are brought up or what kind of, what kind of um, friends you have yourself around. Um, you know, put yourself around with, because that that's a big influence. You can be brought up, you know, the best possible way by, and then have influential pack of friends where um, it all, you know, just goes to waste and they can be very superficial, kind of just, you want nice things. Yes, everybody deserves to have nice things. That's why nice things are made. <laughs> but um, you, you cannot live a life that doesn't belong to you. You know, if, like you said, you work very hard to get the nice things that you want. You know, you deserve it. You, you work for it, you deserve it. You're not stealing, you're not, you're not doing anything illegal, you know, so why not, you know? It's perfectly fine. But a lot of people um, don't have that patience to work hard. So that's another thing. Money doesn't come, it doesn't fall from trees. No. So you need to work hard to, for it, you know? Yeah, and actually you kind of saying that about different people kind of living living above their means or maybe portraying something that isn't true. I think you and I have been very honest with each other. Like I've I will openly say now I haven't come from money at all. You know, my mum was a single some single mother, then she got remarried, and um and you know, she didn't have an education, but she's worked very hard. My mum's an entrepreneur. Like I've seen her go, I've got no money. What am I going to do about this? And she's gone and she fought really hard. She came up with her own business. And you know, I grew up watching my mum go, I've not got no money. 
I'm not going to go and just continue to take for the government. I'm going to go and figure out how I can get money to feed my feed my my baby girl. You know, however you've done it, it's not one. It's not a game. It's not not a competition. Everyone has to live their life differently. Some people do have to kind of rent a car or whatever the kind of schemes are. Some people do have to, you know, work ten jobs to be able to put food on the table. You know. Yeah. You know, it's if it's your money, if. If it makes sense to you, then you know, do do whatever makes you happy. Money is not necessarily like the answer for happiness, but it does give you great things that will make you happy. Especially, <laughs> you know, like let's not lie. I love traveling, like you know, mm-hmm. I love traveling, and I wouldn't be able to do half of the traveling I've I've done if I didn't work hard for my money and then spend it that way. And you know, and people shouldn't feel if they do feel um, envious about it, if they, well, you know, it's, it's their problem, not mine. Yeah. Yeah. I think my message to people, if you are kind of looking and feeling a bit comparisonitis or feeling envious is really to look within why, yeah. what's causing that there, what's causing yeah. that envy. Yeah. How can you change that? And actually, if you want to go and travel the world, why don't you reach out to Winnie? You know, contact details are going to be in there um mm-hmm. show notes so contact Winnie and find out how she's earned her money and how she does her traveling and how she does because you don't always go to like luxurious places sometimes it isn't oh. a budget not a, yeah of course of course not at all that's that's an extremely good point for for people who you know catch themselves with those feelings um just put you know turn that over into something positive reach out um there is there's no harm in that you know ask you know I don't know how to do it teach me you know like take me with you uh something you know there's there's always a positive way of like putting you know and like putting the situation um in your favor there's always 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 because if you carry those negative um a kind of negative vibe it's only going to bring you down more and more and then you know you're never going to end up traveling you're gonna you know you're never gonna end up finding out how you could have done it and life is just going to be miserable so maybe you have the money you just don't know how to use it some people are like that too you know yeah (laughs) and I don't know whether it's something to do with school and the way we and you kind of touched upon it when we were growing up but how we deal with how we manage money you know I've recently and I don't know whether you're going to laugh at me at this but I recently just thought I'd invest in bitcoin because I'd seen it we had been talking about it for years you know I think I even spoke about it at university and I never did it and I wish I had done it because I was a millionaire but um <laughs> I've recently done that and it's because I did my research and thought I'm just going to try and do it and I've only put 100 pounds in there but my 100 pounds has now gone up to 200 pounds you you know that's that's great and then in my head I'm like maybe I might put a bit more in there but I just want to kind of get a feel for it but there's also there are resources out there for women to to kind of use their money wisely and actually what does that mean it means whatever you want it to mean if wisely means to you you want to go and buy loads of like lovely clothes for yourself or invest it or give it to charity it's completely up to you what you do with your money but research ways that you could you know do save it, do put it in a pension. Mm-hmm. If you can invest it, do that as well. Because, yeah. you know, we're not always going to be young and 
and able-bodied we are gonna need to eventually <laughs> even though we feel like we're still 21 yeah even though we still feel like we're 21 my body and my gray hair is telling me no <laughs> so yeah i think actually i might um hit you back about the bitcoin investment because <laughs> i'm gonna learn a little bit about that but yeah uh, <laughs> but that's it that's the thing you know share share the information sometimes also share when things don't go well like you know say you, you did that investment in bitcoin and then like a few months down the line you you, you would have you know you, you lost you know hopefully not but you know you lost your 100 pounds or something you know it's good to have that information shared so yeah. um the more people know about it the more they can do or not do it and you know and not kind of go down the same path if it's not necessarily recommendable so I think it's, yeah, I think it's just having an open dialogue and because guys do that, you know, like you, I don't know if you sat around like a, a night and not a, a night out with guys where this football on, on the television and the conversation is basically like business, maybe some women, well, maybe not about women because if there's women around, they won't talk about women. <laughs> um, something at work but they'll always talk about something that has to do with money you know so i think it those are great like um lessons to have like you you learn you learn a lot from listening to a 30 minute guy all guy conversation in terms of money i i've learned a lot from those kinds of interactions so why don't we do it why don't we why do we all always tend to talk about other things except for what actually matters and in, in like you know money we, we talk about spending so and so spend did you see her handbag did you see her lipstick do you, you know you know like you talk about that but like how, why can we not create a forum a natural forum where you don't have to force anything and we mm. we're having a, a girls night out and we're like, you know what who's been investing and how much have you been getting out of that investment like yeah why, why not Absolutely. And what you've just said there about the kind of guy conversations, you're right. When we're, when we kind of go out as like couples and I hear my partner speak to the, the other male in the group, they do talk about it. They do talk about, oh, I've just done this investment or there's a, there's a chap that's part of our kind of friendship group. And he's, he's been very fortunate. And I, and I say very fortunate because he, he came from a background where he didn't have money and he's really built and worked very hard on his success. And he's just made a lot of good choices in life with like buying property, etc. And he speaks to my other half around, you know, I've got this property and I do this and I do that. Why are women not doing that with each other? You know, why can't we have that conversation where, oh, I'm, I'm thinking of investing in this property, like, what do you think? Or I've just invested in Bitcoin, please, can you do this? Or I've just done this, don't do it. Oh my goodness me, I've just lost a hundred pounds, please don't do this and share. And I think that goes across all things, not just money. We are in such a, I'm trying to not swear, but we're in such a weird world where we're constantly showing good news all the time on social media about ourselves. Yeah even though we always read bad news from the press and all of that but we're constantly going look I've done this and I'm guilty of it you know yeah. all my stuff on my Instagram this weekend I have been going you know I'm recording the podcast I've just passed my course you know look at me I've done this but actually why can't we stop now get used to kind of being like do you know what? I'm having a bad day do you yeah. know what I've just lost some money here do you know what I've just lost my job or, or whatever whatever it is 
let's yeah. let's change the narrative a little bit to definitely talk more authentically and openly yeah i think i think that is i think that's the key so yet now you're just talking about the how how what you've shared in your social media this weekend and it, it on friday so i i share quite a lot on, on social media as well but not necessarily about what's going on in my life but i you know i'll reshare stuff repost things yeah. and stuff and um the other day on friday so i went to work and i couldn't get myself to concentrate i couldn't get myself to and i had this big 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 um issue on, on my hand that I, I needed to resolve and it, it, I kind of needed to send that email off um, on, on that, like on Friday itself. And I couldn't get myself to do it. So I, you know, I took my phone and I kind of took a selfie, at, like a, a boomerang of my, me rolling my eyes. And I wrote like, obviously it was in Portuguese, but I wrote like, I don't feel like working today. And it was just like, you know, that's the only thing that I could get myself to do at that point. And it wasn't with the intention of, any, of necessarily anything, but the amount of messages that I got responding to that post of mine saying, I can't, I don't want to work today either. It got me to work. <laughs> it got me, it was like, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. So other people are like, loads, I got at least 10 messages wow. on that post. Yeah. And people were like, I don't want to work today. And they were all girls. Um, I don't I don't feel like working today. I don't feel like working. And it was perfect, it's a perfectly normal feeling, right? Yeah. So what happened? I kind of like inverted that 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 scenario and I said, you know what, let's just, just give each other like half an hour. Let's do it and then let's like touch base again and then see how it's going. And let's do it, you know. And it so if we do the same thing for money, yeah, you know, I'm broke. I'll just, I'll post, I'm broke. I don't know what to do. It's like, I'm broke as well. I'm broke. And Lucy, you know what? Let's just like try to make a hundred pounds this weekend yeah. from investing in Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. you know? And then let's touch base again. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think that's a really good solution. I mean, we've, I, we might've come up with a really good uh, thing here, Lucy. Just yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's about the power of community, isn't it? the power yeah. of empowering and supporting other people and just like you posting things on instagram if you're rolling the eyes i have um, a couple of colleagues of mine where we we call it the can't evens and we message each other and it's the can't even i just can't even today and then someone else <laughs> i message i can't even today and then by reading it i'm just like but i have to even like i have to i've got stuff to do and then by just having that conversation, knowing I'm not the only person in the world right now that's feeling like I cannot be bothered. It's nice right. to kind of have someone to come back to me and then I can message later on and be like, how, how are your can't evens now? Oh, actually I've done this, that and the other. And celebrating that the fact that you arrived <laughs> today feeling yeah. like can't even. And then at the end of the day, you've actually hit like your targets of what you wanted to do. There you go, yeah. It's so gratifying, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I like this whole power of community, the whole you know, keeping each other accountable and just kind of, you know, showing up, saying things like I'm broke or, oh my goodness, my hair's a mess. What, what am I going to do? I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing it, you know, really. But just showing that life isn't always a walk yes. in the park. It's not. It's it not. Really I mean, isn't. life is such, I know it's such a really, it's such a, a short word. Even even in Portuguese, it's only a four-letter word, um, vida. Um, and but it's like it's way more like all the letters in the alphabet cannot even begin to describe what life is so why 
do we have to feel like it's it's a walk in the park like everything is always like you know um just a everything is so positive it's not life is it, it is what it is there's so much there's so much involved in life including death like you know so that's another that's another thing so people kind of put that aside we're all gonna die someday and why not you know people who who kind of especially women i think um the, going back to the money thing it's like why not use your money now you know where are you gonna take it <laughs> if you have it if you work hard for it buy that money back yes you don't know what tomorrow will, you know if tomorrow you're even gonna wake up so you've lived and if you if you don't wake up tomorrow you've lived a good life you've, you've bought yourself a freaking mom bag so, <laughs> if that's what makes you happy obviously you yeah. there's other things that money can buy and give you a happy moment but you know yeah and just for disclosure because i think you and i have talked about this more behind back it's because i had some success last week lots of success within my business and with my career and i thought you know what i'm gonna treat myself i treated myself to a mulberry handbag so that's where the mulberry handbag <laughs> and i don't even feel guilty about it because sometimes there's a bit of guilt isn't there oh crumbs i've just spent blah 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 on this and you have that guilt and i think if you can afford it and you can do it don't yeah. carry that guilt because you are going to have a lifetime of happiness with that mulberry handbag <laughs> most definitely every time you every time you wear you go out the house with that bag just you know ah, yes I did it I worked hard for this and I deserve it and like I said before we started recording I think it's I think I want to repeat this I mean I think Lucy not because she's my friend but <laughs> I think Lucy is a heck of a decent person and if she's been putting out love and care into the universe and you know, it's only fair that the universe gives her back all these um, happy opportunities, the opportunity to, you know, for you to afford to buy something that makes you happy, you know? And that's it. And thank you. That's so kind. And you don't going to make me well up. But um, it <laughs> it's something that I've been exploring. And I, this is what I was saying to Winnie before we recorded, is I have been exploring the whole um, if those that know the secret that kind of whole kind of putting what you put out to the universe you do get it back and something that I've learned on my coaching journey as well is that I do like I do put things out in the universe every morning when I wake up now I say you know I wonder what opportunities today is going to bring and I actually learned that from a client of mine and I've stolen it and I now say it all the time and before I go to sleep at night you know I do you know I do pray to God like I I you know, I'm very spiritual. It's something that's new to me as well. Like God has always been part of my life, but not really as much as it is now. And then before I go, you know, go to sleep, I count my blessings. And I've been so much happier since I've been doing that. And I've had so much success with it. And I was saying to Winnie just before as well, that there's almost a bit of a fear of success that I've, I've, <laughs> I've seemed to have kind of come across, but actually, you know, why should I fear this? I, I have worked hard. I've gone through a lot. I've had challenges, you know, everybody has had challenges, whether they're big or small, you know, reap your benefits now and enjoy the good, enjoy the good things that are happening because what's the point in having them if you're not going to enjoy them? Precisely, precisely. You don't, you don't want to get um, down a road where you look back and you, and you, and you think, gosh, I, I was happy and I didn't know it, you know? Like, if, if you're happy, acknowledge it. Mm. Like, you know know it and 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 live it you know like just live it to the fullest because like we were saying life isn't always going to be that you know wonderful walk in the park 
you, you are going to have ups and downs. It's part of life. So, and also know that if you're having not such a good, a good time in your life, it's not the end, you know, it's a phase. Um, I'm sure like, obviously we are here, both of us, Lucy and I, um, you are, we're both talking from a, from a, a standpoint where both of us are actually quite content with our lives at the moment. Right. So maybe, um, if somebody out there is listening to this and they, they, they feel like we're just, you know, too optimistic, just, we're not sorry. I'm not sorry for it, but I also want to say that whatever is it that people are going through, if you're going through money issues, if you're broke, if you lost your job, your, you know, your business, whatever it might be, it's a phase, you know, it's a mm -hmm. phase. Stick to it. Um, don't look at the, at the issues, maybe, look at the issues and what the what the what opportunities you have to solve those issues and just you know yeah yeah completely agree and Winnie and I yeah we are content with where our lives are going at the moment but that doesn't mean we've not had our fair share of heartbreak and difficulties and we've you know when you would know this from from about 18 months ago maybe even two years ago when I spoke to her and I was really down really really down and I don't know maybe it was slightly a bit longer and I remember you saying to me well you know I know I'm in a different country but you can ring me anytime yeah. and you know that's I was in a real dark place really really dark place and it, it I just I think it was when I just turned 30 I was struggling with that mm -hmm. um and there's some other bits that are going on and it has taken me, you know, until the day to day that I'm talking to you for me to be a completely different woman. I have transformed. I have gone through my journeys and I've seen that with you. I've seen that with a lot of other girlfriends and even clients. I have a client that joins me and then talks about one thing. And then by the end of the, the coaching, um, whether it's been four, six or eight sessions, they've gone from being I was here and now I'm actually thriving. I've gone from surviving, getting through this to going, right, I know how to deal with this. I can thrive. I can progress and move forwards. And it's a yeah. journey and it takes time. There you go. Of course. And you see, and that is only possible. So you, you are able to see that transformation in clients and you are able to offer them that transformation because you yourself have gone through it. So you're not speaking just from like theory or from what you, you've learned in books and, you know, you've lived it. So there's no better way to teach something to someone or to help them through something if you yourself haven't gone through it. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. My light bulb moment. Um, I don't know if Winnie, you know my story about my light bulb moment when I decided that I wanted to help other women. I was sitting in a group setting of um, cognitive behavioral therapy with um, the Oxfordshire, Buckinghamshire um, NHS. And I was, I turned up and I remember my, my um, you had a questionnaire that you had to fill out. And my questionnaire was so bad that the lady at the end of my first session pulled me to one side and said, I'm really worried about your questionnaire. Are you going to be are you going to be okay are you going to you know go home and have you got someone at home have you got you know and I was so upset I'd even forgot my purse that day so I couldn't pay for my parking and then I was stressing out because I was thinking how am I going to get home like I completely was in a different frame of mind and this lady goes to me um 
who was on the, the, the kind of CBT course as well, said, oh, I've got some money. Here's 10 pounds in coins. That should be enough. You know, take that. Like, she, she doesn't even know me. Like, she gave me 10 pounds, you know, to help me pay for the parking because I forgot my purse. And I was like, oh, I do have the money. I can pay you back. And I was so, so worried. And then the next, next week when I turned up, I gave her 10 pounds. And I also bought her a coffee as well to say thank you because I didn't want her to think that I was, you know... Um, just a lunatic but you know wrong slightly wrong word to use but I just remember that I'd gone through my CBT journey which was, was was coming up to about six weeks it was about six six or eight weeks I can't remember and I got through it and there was you know every week the group's going smaller and smaller and smaller and I just thought people weren't showing up for the help and the support but I knew I wanted the help and the support and then I was chatting to other women and I wanted to help them. And they were talking to me about stuff and I really wanted to help them. And then I had this light bulb moment where I went, I want to help other women. I want yeah. to help other women get through the difficult and challenges that we have in our life. Yeah. That's a beautiful story, Lucy. Because you, you're saying that, like you completely uh, pulled me back to 2007, 2008 and all those years that um, we kind of um, were together during uni. And, you have been doing that all your life. You just didn't know it. Really? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, we we helped each other out through some tough times at uni. Yeah. We and you know, and I like I I know specific uh, situations where like something was if something was happening to me, like the, I knew the person that would hear me out and help me out was Lucy, and I would run back to her. To our uh, to our house and just like you know loose like this happened and you know and whatever it was we would just talk it out and then you know everything would, would, would seem much better and um i remember also specific like situations with our neighbors from upstairs <laughs> <laughs> um you know so you have been doing that at least for all the, the all your life that i've known you you have always done it it's just only now that you are doing it in a more, um, uh, I don't know, like structured way, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, this it's so it's that's your, I, maybe it's your calling. Maybe it is my calling. I feel like it's my purpose, my purpose in life, which I know sounds really strong, but actually now I think I'm going to spend some time this week thinking back to some of the 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 kind of successes that I've had actually helping other people because I love helping other people and the thing that you're referring to to there about the neighbor upstairs who then ended up living with us. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's the one that you're referring to. Yes. And yes. and we, you know, we wanted to help, like both of us together, we wanted to help this person. Yeah, that's exactly what I what I mean when I, when I say that you are, you know, you've been putting, you've been giving out to the universe so much love and care and just kindness. And it's only fair that you get that back from the universe. Like you've, you've always done it. Like I'm pretty sure because it's in your nature, I'm pretty sure you've done it even before I met you. Like I'm pretty sure if we, if we brought your mom here into this conversation, she would confirm that like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think mom, my mom would have a few other things to say about me as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh no, I never thought about that. Thank you for that. That's given me some like real reflective time to think about. I really, really appreciate that. No, my pleasure. <laughs> it's only oh, my pleasure. I've really enjoyed our um, our kind of you know unplanned conversation on this podcast today. That's got to be the best, right? I'm, you know, I'm really bad at like 
orchestrating stuff and having like a script I, I, I'm, just, I'm just terrible at that I could never do a play in my life like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to freestyle off of it <laughs> I'm improv all the time all the way even at work today nowadays like um I'm always improv like people will ask me to like do, do like dry runs and stuff for like important presentations and I'll show up and I'll just be like okay this is what I'm going to say goodbye and then and I'll do it on the day and it'll be fine <laughs> you know so yeah. Um, yeah thank you for allowing me to do it this way <laughs> no I've really enjoyed it it's been quite nice just to have a conversation a real open honest conversation almost as if someone the listener now is like a fly on the wall because this is the stuff that Winnie and I would talk about yes this is a pretty pretty uh, normal conversation for Winnie and Lucy anyway. yeah yeah. The other kind of conversation topics would be taking over the world, traveling. Yeah. <laughs> traveling. Uh, see when, when we can meet up again, although. When we can meet up again. Uh, I know. Uh, just having a conversation, just 2020 and 2021. Is, is, yeah, yeah, I so. Um, so Winnie's just bought herself a beautiful apartment that literally is a stone's throw away. I'm probably a little bit more than a stone's throw to oh, the beach. This is a dream coming true way earlier than I thought I could, you know, realize this dream, but I am over the moon. I feel like, again, I did work hard for it and I'm carrying, like, I have to carry on working hard for it, but I feel so blessed. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And just to ask you quickly, what's the temperature where you are? 33 degrees. 33, just so, yeah. and uh, just so you know, my heater next to me is on 20. <laughs> <laughs> come on over come on over here you so you can do quarantine here and just sunbathe every every day oh, yeah. while you're oh my little pasty skin needs it <laughs> <laughs> i um when he's got a lovely strappy kind of spaghetti top on and i've got a vest a blouse <laughs> and a jumper on mind you as well and i have the ac on right now <laughs> oh, i'm so jealous Winnie, thank you so much for joining me on Speak Female today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So, so much. And thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in today. Winnie and I have really just talked about so many different subjects, but mainly about money and how we can all perhaps even learn from conversations that we eavesdrop in when the men are having a chat. It would be great if you could subscribe if you haven't done so already. Share Speak Female across your networks and also leave a review. This helps spread the message and the more people we can reach, the better. Check out the podcast notes where you can find my email address, contact details for Winnie as well, and how you can sign up to the newsletter coaching hub. And in the words of Madonna, I am tough, I am ambitious, and I know exactly what I want. See you next time. 